At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Testing. 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 Test
family arguments aside, Christmas can be a pretty comfortable tradition in the UK. Because they celebrate Jesus too, obviously. It's a UK article. Yeah. Presents, turkey, dinner, family film, film, as they say, and board games are a par for the course for many. Uh, but in comparison, oh, my voice is cracking. You hear that? With comparison. But in comparison with some traditions around the world, that looks remarkably tame. From killing birds to burning shoes and keeping a live carp in the bathtub, because that's what fucking British people do, apparently. No, that's what they don't do. They're saying that it's weird. Oh, okay. Families in other countries are looking forward to some exciting things during Christmas. Uh, read on to find more about some weird Christmas traditions. Well, that's what we're doing. We're reading on. All right. Carp in the bathtub. This is number one. Okay. Not a fan of turkey? No problem. Then this Polish tradition. Oh, weird. Polish people are weird? <laughs> uh, it could be right up your street. Carp is a standard dinner table staple on Christmas Eve. Fucking gross, you Polish bastards. What the fuck? But the weirdest thing is that families usually buy the fish a few days before and keep it in the bathtub. Because why fucking not? One theory behind this is that carp are bottom feeders and often ingest a lot of mud. So a few days in clean water in the bathtub is enough to get them clean. Sure. Uh, the fish is rarely eaten in the UK, but is said to taste similar to cod. I would disagree. Especially after keeping them in a fucking bathtub for two days. I love that they keep them in a bathtub to get them clean, though. Like, just the act of being in a bathtub will clean them. Yeah, they is could that, keep them in a bucket and it would the have one the same effect. That'll keep them clean is in a bash bathtub because, you know. Because that's where you go to get clean. Right. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Polish people. What the fuck ever? False. Uh, presents on December 5th. Okay, this one is for children in the, the Netherlands who don't have as long to wait to get their presents. All right, don't have as long to wait to get... All right, that's what it said. Okay. But there's a bigger price to pay than coal in their stocking if they misbehave. Uh, St. Nicholas's Day falls on December 6th. And the day before, a big celebration when St. Nicholas, also known in the Netherlands as Sinterklaas, which is where the name Santa Claus comes from, little did you know, brings gifts for children. It is said that Sinterklaas lives in Spain, I mean, obviously, and he visits the Netherlands on the second Saturday in November, living on St. Nicholas Day. With the help of his assistant, what? His assistant, Zwarte Piete, or Black Peter, if you're American, he finds out which children have been good and which have been bad. The good children get presents, and the bad children are told they'll be taken in a sack back to Spain to be taught how to behave. <laughs> so apparently, Spain is where you learn how to raise children in a sack. Is Spain that scary to people in the Netherlands? I don't know. I, Spain is scary to me just because I don't. I've never been there, so. So it's scary just because you've never been there. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. I fear the unknown. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, next one is Las Posados, in parts of Mexico. Right. Uh, communities recreate the journey of Joseph and Mary to Bethlehem as they looked for a safe refuge. A small child dressed as an angel leads the procession followed by children carrying candles and musicians. Uh, 
Wait, the children are carrying musicians? <laughs> what? The procession approaches approaches houses asking for shelter, which is traditionally refused. Because why wouldn't you? They're like, baby Jesus? No. We have no room for you here. The Bible tells us. It tells us that. Yeah. After the procession... Sorry, my voice is still cracking. After the procession, a mass is held and children get to break open, break open pinatas in the form of a star. Okay. That's really lame, Mexico. Like, you can do more. Look, at this is... Well, the next one's from America, and it's not really that interesting. It's just about a bird hunt, but I don't know anything about this. I, yeah, I've never heard of this one. So, the next one is a Christmas bird count. Because, you know... Who doesn't like a good counting of birds? Uh, forget partridges and pear trees. Christmas is about many different bird species for thousands of Americans. For more than 70,000 people take part in the Christmas bird count, which runs from December 14th to January 5th and is organized by the Audubon Society. Is this a real thing? 70,000 so. people isn't that many for America? No. So it's not really a big tradition. That's like the entire population of uh, like Buddhism or something. <laughs> Oklahoma. Um, yeah, Oklahoma, Buddhism, whatever. The event started on Christmas Day 1900. So it's a long standing tradition for about 100 years. When an ornithologist, which is uh, just so you know, ornithologist is regular speak for a fucking nerd that watches birds. Uh, proposed a bird count to collect data on under threat species instead of the traditional Christmas hunt. I was unaware that that was a thing. Yeah. A Christmas hunt? We're going to tell the kids next year that we're going to count birds for Christmas. Yeah. No, their present. no presents, kids. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> we're going to go out front, count birds. The next one is from India. That one's not interesting. Go to the next one, though, All in right. Ireland. Ireland is killing a wren, that's W-R-E-N, in Ireland on Boxing Day, also known as St. Stephen's Day. People would historically kill a wren, just fucking why not, and march with it, displayed on a pole around their community, asking for money for its funeral. <laughs> that's so stupid. They had to be wasted, too. It's Ireland. The tradition is much rarer nowadays, <laughs> I would imagine. But if it takes place... A fake wren is used, you fucking pussies. That's so random. Can you imagine just getting accosted in the street with someone with a dead bird on a spear? Like, can you give me some money for this bird's I mean, funeral? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do that, at least kill the wren first. I don't even know what a wren is. They do kill the wren first. Spirit. No, it says if it takes place no, nowadays, now a do. fake wren is used. Yeah, because of animal rights and all of that. They, you know. Yeah, but if you're going to if you're going to go through the trouble of this fucking tradition at least kill the wren i don't even know oh, what a wren is yeah it's a bird it's a little bird. i know is it a sparrow i think it's, it's just a little a wren. shit fucking bird that nobody cares about apparently cool. uh burning shoes is the last one on this list uh scrooge may have had wait scrooge may have had three christmas ghosts to contend with but families in greece fear many more mischievous spirits the bad spirits or this Greek word that I'm not going to about to fucking say. Calicanceroi. Thank you. Are believed to visit households between Christmas and Epiphany, or January 6th. They live in the middle of the earth and sneak into people's houses through the chimney to wreak their mischief. 
making milk go off what making it go bad oh this is a uk site right yeah making milk go bad or putting out fires in the hearth oh what a mischievous fucking spirit they are greek tradition says you scare away these spirits by burning old shoes why though i want to know the why behind that no there's no why to any of these fucking stupid things <laughs> someone just wanted to burn their old shoes and they're like you know you can scare away spirits they're like you know what yeah you can get rid of shit by there's burning too your much shoes. garbage yeah what's so, yours what's your oh yeah this isn't this is christmas too christmas no related. i mean it's technically christmas so apparently and anybody who listens to our show or any other random you know alternative media show knows that kevin spacey is a fucking weirdo probably fucks kids i doubt he fucks his wife i don't know i don't even think he has a wife does he i don't i don't know anything about kevin spacey but i found out today that he shares bizarre really weird christmas videos every year um i did not know that was a thing i didn't know that either but there's a video that i wanted to play because it's really creepy oh yeah wait hang on i gotta make sure i have the right buttons pushed he just did a video with Tucker Carlson, too, I think. I know. I saw that, too. It's fucking weird. He's a weird dude. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with this guy, and but I don't in know video, what to make of it. But in this video, he's, uh, this Christmas one, it's really, um, it seems sinister. He's like, I just want to take the time to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. But he's, like, stoking this fire and kind of jamming this poker into it the whole time and it just pans to the fire it's super it's just weird uh, but yeah we got to play it okay sorry for the video watchers i'm trying to figure out th this new fucking update with windows is wild uh i think i have the right button push i don't know all right all right anyway the uh the headline is kevin spacey shares another bizarre holiday greeting no one asks for and apparently he does this all the time so it says, no one, blank, absolutely no one, blank, Kevin Spacey. Here's another creepy Christmas greeting, so weird it has to be seen to believed. Uh, to be believed. Yeah. The embattled actor who has kept a low profile this year, fucking wonder why, broke his silence again Tuesday to share yet another bizarre Christmas Eve video addressing the public, which could, which could only be interpreted as his way of dealing with the scandals enveloping his life and career. Sure. Much like the bewildering video he posted last year, which I guess you'll have to fucking Google because I'm not going to look that up. We can click the link to it. I, I could, but I'm not going to. All right. Whatever. Anyway. The Oscar winner appeared in character as a festively dressed Frank Underwood, his fourth wall breaking persona from House of Cards, though there was no explicit mention of his character this time around. So I'm going to play this video. It's very strange. Jen played it for me earlier. I don't know what to make of this. You tell me. I hope it works. It should work. Okay. Uh. You didn't really think I was going to miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? It's been a pretty good year, and I'm grateful to have my health back. And in light of that, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. As we walk into 2020, I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Ah, yes. I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. 
The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. So for the audio listeners, at this point, he's jabbing his fire fucking pick into the fire. It's very fucking strange. I guess this is an old video, because he said as we go into 2020, so this must have been 2019? Is this uh, an old article? Oh, that's even weirder, though, if it was then. Yeah, he's... Let's see. Where is the uh, timestamp on this? Yeah, 2019. Oh, it was 2019. <clears throat> that makes okay. sense. But I didn't well, know that bad. he did that. I wonder if he has one from this year. I... <sighs> We'll have to find his newest one. He, look at this guy. It. Look at that face. Like he's. Kevin Spacey was great. I loved. He's him a great as an actor, actor, but that's why. The Usual Suspects. What? Never seen that movie. No. Oh, fine. Kaiser Sose. You don't know what that is. No. Oh fuck! All right. Have you ever seen uh, Iron Will? No. What the fuck is that? A dumb fucking movie about this guy who had like sled dogs. Oh, yeah, I have seen that movie when I was like 10 or something. Right, me too. Okay, well, you should watch The Usual Suspects. I think that was Maybe the first we'll time I tonight. ever saw him because I was like 11 when I saw that movie. Cast your vote. What's better, you guys? The Usual Suspects or Iron Will? Let Iron us know Will in the sucks. Telegram. <laughs> no, I thought it's it was a, great. It's a dumb fucking movie. Okay. Boner. Oh, that had nothing to do with anything, but you're welcome for that random sound drop. Balls. Uh, let's go on to the next article because this sucks. Uh, oh, so this is weird because I actually saw, I was telling Jen, I saw an article about somebody noticing a missing window on an airplane about a week ago. But this is from November. And it says a crew aboard a U.S. bound plane discovered a missing window pane at 13,000 feet. So it's not just that though. A U.S.-bound plane took off from London last month with four damaged window panes. Four. On a commercial fucking plane. Don't they do pre-trips on these things? Like, what the fuck? So, including two that were completely missing. How are people's fucking eyes not being sucked out of those? I, yeah, I have no idea. Just you close the the blind. I think that's all you got to do. They're like, yeah, close just, the shade. The plastic thing is fine. <laughs> the sun's yeah. in my eyes. It says no one was injured by the window malfunctions, which appear to have been caused by a high power by high power lights used in a film shoot. So this is where it gets even weirder. Um, I don't know if this is AI or what. But it says the aircraft departed from London's Stansted Airport on the morning of October 4th, carrying 11 crew members and nine passengers, all of whom are employees of the tour company or the aircraft's operating company. What? The report states, without elaborating on the tour company. Yeah, I'm saying this is AI. The tour company, no, the tour company could have been the ones who had the lights there, though, because they might have been, so I think they were filming, uh, trying to highlight travel. So they had all of these lights, high-powered lights around the planes, and the lights somehow damaged or melted the windows, and okay. the tour company had flown in and were then flying out. If, if you can damage fucking <clears throat> airplane windows with lights, what the fuck is going on? Would you ever fly again if you knew that was a possibility? I don't know. I, I don't think most planes are being filmed. It was just this 
random fluke incident but still how do you take off with missing windows how do you not see that i i think when they're doing the pre-trip they're mostly focusing on like do you have fuel and then windows are like, pretty okay, important sure, yeah. too. are there any holes in the aircraft i've That's never like seen a important. single person inspecting windows to make sure they're there well, that's the first so. thing I'm going to do next time I get on a plane and the window's closed. I'm opening it right up. I actually do that anyway. So, so it's a, a single aisle aircraft. And for an Airbus, that's pretty small because usually Airbuses are fucking huge. But it was an Airbus A321. It can seat more than 170 passengers. But the small group of passengers who were all seated in the middle of the cabin just ahead of the overwing exits. The missing windows weren't discovered until the plane was climbing at an altitude of 13,000 feet. Uh, cool. That's a good time to you know discover that. Several passengers recall, recalled that after takeoff, the aircraft cabin seemed noisier and colder than they were used to. <laughs> you, <laughs> you think? think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a crew member walked towards the back of the aircraft where he spotted a window seal flapping on the left side of the aircraft, as it would at 13,000 feet, going fucking 400 miles an hour or whatever they do. Uh, the window appeared to have slipped down, the report reads. He described the cabin noise as loud enough to damage your hearing and probably some other things if you get close enough to that window don't stick your head through that thing you might get sucked out gig is that a giggity yeah probably <laughs> so as the pro as the plane approached fourteen thousand feet the pilot pilots reduced speed and stopped their ascent an engineer and <clears throat> sorry an engineer and co-pilot went back to take a look at the window and agreed the aircraft should turn around fucking immediately. You sound like Christopher Walken. I'm sorry, my <laughs> voice is cracking. It, it, wow, it really is, too. The plane landed safely back at Stansted after 36 minutes of total flying time, during which the plane had remained pressurized normally, investigators wrote. Okay. I doubt it. But that's I, fine. Yeah, I don't think it was normal at all. If there's four windows fucking missing. You know how fast those things go? It's really fast. But anyway, so yeah, think about that the next time you take a flight. These are about the lights. The, or the next part is about the lights. Oh, the lights, which were intended to give the illusion of a sunrise, were placed about 20 to 30 feet from the aircraft, shining on first... Shining on first the right, then the left side of the craft for over nine hours in total. A foam liner had melted away from at least one of the windows, and several pane, window panes appeared to have been warped by the thermal heat. That's crazy. Scroll up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Did I miss something there? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Up, up, up. So they said, after inspecting the plane from the ground, the crew discovered that a second window pane was also missing and a third was dislodged. A fourth window appeared to be protruding slightly from its frame. One shattered window pane was later recovered from the runway during a routine inspection. Oh, routine. Real, real routine. I mean, of what? After the plane takes off? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Apparently, uh, it said from the runway. You should have found this from the routine inspection you perform before the plane takes off. That's what I would hope. Oh, okay. And here's the missing linchpin I missed. The windows may have been damaged by high-power floodlights used during filming the night before the flight, according to the AAIB's assessment. I think you're full of shit. Um... 
Yeah, I don't Why? know. I, I don't know how lights could damage a window to we that extent it. that they fucking fall off. You think that those off? windows are? Um, I don't know. They're. I how guess, did the rest of them not? They're fall made off? to withstand definitely serious cold, but maybe they didn't think they're about meant the heat to part? withstand serious fucking pressure. Yeah, but some lights, some really hot lights. I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing to be like, you know what caused this on a commercial plane? Hot lights. <laughs> they just popped out and nobody noticed until we were 13,000 feet in the air. This is why That's I'm retarded. afraid to fly every time, though. You're like, why are you so afraid of flying? It's really safe. Because of shit like this. And well, I still I don't fly all the time. This story is fucking real, first of all. Oh, I, I actually do. I believe this story is real. The way the article's written isn't written by AI. You can tell it's not. It might be written by a real person, but or maybe AI has gotten better. But I just don't AI think that lights spot. can be so hot that they disintegrate fucking commercial aircraft windows, and then nobody notices till they're fucking thirteen thousand feet in the air. That doesn't make any sense. Some people are dumb. None That's of what's this so makes scary. Sense. Human error is my biggest fear with flying. Human error. Hmm. All right. Well, this is supposed to be a Christmas show. Oh, yep. Merry Christmas, everybody, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I hope your holiday travels are safe yeah. and joyous. They should be great and windowless or... <laughs> Windowful. Or whatever, <laughs> yeah. So I found this listicle, and if you don't listen to OBDM, go listen to them now. But a listicle is a list plus an article. It's great. My favorite thing. Thanks for clearing that up yeah. for us. <laughs> your uh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I found a listicle about Christmas stupidity, and I love it. Uh, oh, shit. Is it just... Go to the top. Is that just the... Hmm. Wild. Well, so the article is, Wild Christmas Headlines You Forgot About, but... There's a picture of Trump doing his thing. The first one I wanted to read was bank robber throws cash in air shouting Merry Christmas. But I can't click it. So. Oh. Oh, here we go. A separate article. Look at this guy. He looks like St. Nick himself. He does. Uh, I got to zoom in. I can't read this shit. Hang on. I love how they describe the guy. So it starts with a man with a white beard was being hell on. Oh, this is from 2019 as well. It huh. is. Because out of Denver, a man with a white beard is being held on $10,000 bond for allegedly robbing a Colorado bank and throwing the stolen cash into the air while shouting Merry Christmas to passersby. I love how they describe him with a white beard, though, because that's what Santa has. There's no reason to say that. They could just say a man is being held on $10,000. Yeah, this looks like a normal white beard. They had to say with a white beard, because they're like, it could be Santa? So, we'll give him props, though. David Wayne Oliver, 65, well, at this point, 69, I guess, was arrested at a nearby Starbucks coffee shop after he held up the Academy Bank in Colorado Springs on Monday afternoon, according to a police report. Police said the suspect had threatened the use of a weapon and left the bank with an undisclosed amount of cash. It probably wasn't that much, actually. A uh, police spokesperson could not 
immediately be reached for comment, but Colorado Springs television station KKTV reported that eyewitness Dion Pascal, local black man, I don't know, recounted Oliver stopped outside the bank and tossed the money all over the place. He said, quote, he started throwing money out of the bag before yelling Merry Christmas. Nice. What? This is the best Christmas ever. Like, what a Santa Claus. He robbed a bank and then threw the money everywhere and was like, here you go, motherfuckers. People picked it up and started bringing it back to the bank. Are they prosecuting this guy? Definitely. He robbed a bank. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. so Pascal said bystanders retrieved some some of the money. (laughs) Hmm. Some. And returned it to the bank as Oliver walked to the Starbucks, sat down, and appeared to be waiting for police to arrest him. The Denver Post quoted police as saying thousands of dollars remained unaccounted for. Yeah, because people fucking took it. Obviously. Adding there was no indication uh, Oliver used a weapon in the heist. Oliver pictured in the police mugshots with gray and white hair and a full white beard. Weird they point that out again. Is being held at the El Paso County Jail. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Santa himself. Look at this guy. Thanks, dude. Merry Christmas. I'm I'm saying he's an American hero. He robbed a bank and then tossed the money everywhere. Is there an everywhere. update on this? I don't know. If he ended up getting charged. Are there any more articles from the listicle? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's oh, read there's them. plenty, yeah. That was just one of them. All right. Oh, yeah, this is one of the ones I thought was funny. Uh, Iraq makes Christmas Day a national holiday. And if you're anywhere close to being white American, you'll think that's weird. I don't think you have to be white to think that's weird. Um, well, I think no, I just guess to you don't be American. To be white, but yeah. yeah. Um, in case you aren't aware, Iraq is mostly Muslim. They hate Christmas. They hate Americans. They want to bomb us before we bomb them, obviously. I don't think that is how the people of Iraq all feel. No, not the people, the, the government. How the leaders feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's make that clear. It's just, it's just weird that they, they want to make Christmas Day a national holiday in Iraq. I, I don't know what else to say about that. I'll just read the article instead. The Iraqi cabinet approved a law to mark Christmas Day, December the 25th or something, as an official holiday across the country on the occasion of the birth of Jesus Christ. They actually specifically mentioned my dude. huh? Uh, The cabinet voted on an amendment to to the national holidays law in the country that... In the country that Christmas Day is a holiday for all Iraqis, not only for the Christian community, as it has been for decades, or about 2,000 years, you could say. Uh, Happy Christmas to our Christian citizens, all Iraqis, to all who are celebrating around the world, the Iraqi government said on Twitter. So, this is the weirdest thing. The Iraqi government said on Twitter, Iraqis are Twittering. They're tweeting. Or Xing, or whatever it's called now. And they're saying Happy Christmas, which is not the correct vernacular. It's Merry Christmas, but whatever. 
I think they say happy Christmas and other, I mean, America's not the only place that Christmas is celebrated. Doesn't really matter that the US and Iraq have had problems in the past. There are Christian Iraqis. It is kind of interesting that they made it a national holiday, but America has all sorts of weird national holidays that are much um, weirder than Iraq making Christmas a holiday. Yeah, if you're not aware, just Google any given day of the year and it's a national fucking something day. I went to work the other day and they're like, yeah, it's National Donut Day. What? <laughs> then the next day it was like, oh, it's National fucking Peanut Day. Have you? I don't know these Have holidays. You not, uh, I don't know them either. You gotta, you gotta Google it. Okay. What's yeah. What's today? Just Christmas? I don't. Yeah, I well, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so I thought this one was great. Planet retard material. A woman is arrested for stabbing her husband with a ceramic squirrel. I didn't even know they made these, but here we are. Planet retard. I wonder if she painted it herself. Let me zoom in a bit so I can read this shit. Old. Shut up. Uh, this is in Charleston, South Carolina, so fair enough. A woman was charged after police say she stabbed her husband with a ceramic squirrel in an argument over beer on Christmas morning. Helen Williams, 44, of Clifton Street. Why the fuck would they add that in? Is charged with criminal domestic violence of a high and aggravated nature. According to the Post and Courier, police officers are called to Clifton Street. <coughs> Sorry. Clifton Street. Jesus Christ. Clifton Street shortly after midnight Wednesday. Oh, and this was in 2013. All right. Uh, where a wounded 41-year-old man had gone to a neighbor's home and called 911 after an alleged attack. Officers noted scratches on the man's face and a large amount of blood smeared across his upper body and down his arms. A deep cut marred the man's shoulder and chest, the police said. So, when questioned by police, Williams reported that the man merely fell, accidentally cutting himself. Oh my god, this is like domestic violence, but on the female side. Mm -hmm. He's like, he tripped and fell. I don't know. How did he get those scratches? He tripped. He stepped on a rake. I don't know. What was the argument about beer? Like, I want to hear about that. I know. So her hands and clothes, however, were also covered in blood. She denied that the, the blood belonged to the wounded man. The man told police that he had walked to a store earlier in the night to buy beer, but the store was closed. Oh, well, that's enough to make you go violent. Uh, Williams grew angry that the man returned without the beer. Oh, so she was mad that he didn't get beer because the store was closed. Okay. So she grabbed a ceramic squirrel and hit the man over the head out of anger. Williams then stabbed the man in the shoulder and chest with the item. The man was transported to a nearby hospital for treatment. Sounds like she didn't need any more beer. No, it sounds like she was like last call. <laughs> what? What time was it? Hang on. What does it matter? Well, uh, I guess it doesn't say but i mean yeah if you're stabbing people with a squirrel you no more beer 
Oh, you're done. Oh. There's a couple more. A uh, couple arrested in Christmas Christmas Day brawl over video game. So these are the stupid things you can ex expect to deal with if you live in America. Uh, what's the other ones? Oh. I guess the rest of them were kind of dumb. I saw the first three and thought they were cool. Wait, Charlie Chaplin dies? Didn't he die like a hundred years ago? He died in 1977, it says, on Christmas morning. Oh, okay. That's why it's a Christmas thing. Right? Yeah. All of these things happened on Christmas. Okay. <laughs> not that exciting. Charlie Chaplin had a Hitler beard or mustache. A Hitler beard? Mustache. <laughs> okay, babe. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Let's Get wrap you it some up. water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And uh, nothing crazy happened. If anything crazy happened, let us know in Telegram. We'll read it. We'll talk about it on the next Planet Retard. Yeah. And Happy New Year or whatever. Happy Christmas the 26th. Yes. Thank you. That's for Murph. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs>